How's it going, everybody? I'm Digit, and this is the Streetcast Podcast. Now, what a big week in tech news it has been. To fully discuss this week, we have to go on a short, little quick, little quick history lesson here. All right, so I'm going to tell you a little story right quick. Now, I am an American, as many of you know, but there I promise you this is part of the story, all right? As an American, one thing that is bred into us and to what we believe economically is capitalism, is the free market. We believe inherently that competition produces the best results because on the competitive level, companies are going to, one, try and have the most cutting-edge technology to compete against other companies, and the result of that is, two, a better outcome for the consumer. However, while we love capitalism so much, there has been time, a couple times in our history, where companies have gotten so big that usually our laissez-faire government has to step in and break up these companies because they've gotten so large. So we see that generally in the 1800s where with U.S. Steel and Standard Oil. These companies got so large and so massive that they controlled the entire portion of that economy. They controlled the supply, the product, and thus controlled the price. There was no way any smaller company could enter that domain, that area of the economy, because it was so finely controlled. Because of that, what we saw was less of a a development and more taking advantage of consumers. So the government stepped in and created antitrust laws. And what those laws are is simply rules of conduct regarding corporations and for the government, just kind of a playbook on how to promote competition that benefits consumers. Because again, we believe that Competition produces the most cutting-edge technology, and as a byproduct of that, consumers benefit. So where does that take us today? This past week, we see Apple, Amazon, Facebook, and Google all participate in a congressional antitrust hearing. And now you might ask, well, Digit, back in the 1800s, I get it. Those companies all charged for something. You wanted to go on the railroad, you had to buy a ticket. You wanted steel, you had to buy it from this company. Oil had to buy it. But a lot of these services provided by these companies, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, a lot of their services are free. So what's the big deal? Well, I think, let me get the author here so I can correctly cite, but it is a BBC article by James Clayton titled, Text Giants, Facebook, Google, Apple, and Amazon to Face Congress. And he puts it the best. The U.S. trusts of the early 20th century, from which the antitrust legislation derives its name, were found to be driving up prices. Companies like Standard Oil and railway companies used their dominant position to hurt consumers. That's much harder to prove with these tech companies. For example, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp are free. Amazon often drives down prices to beat competition. Google's search engine is free. YouTube, owned by Google, is free. And apps and iPhones can often be downloaded for free. 
Again, all of them are free. So what's the big deal? The big deal isn't necessarily the price here. It's not. The big deal is that these companies are controlling portions or not portions. They're controlling the entire section of this market. These companies, by and large, control our interactions with the internet. Okay, so for example, one of the major charges brought against Apple is if a random app developer wanted to develop an app, they would have to go through the Apple Store. They have to. And in that way, Apple makes money because they take a cut. Same thing with Google and their Google Play Store. And then Amazon. Anyone wants, Amazon does the same thing for products sold on their site, right? They take a cut. And if they don't sell on their site, it's just not as accessible. It's an accessibility problem here. What we're seeing is that these companies are controlling the access that have become so large and so frequently used that them being free is no longer like, that's not even a part of the conversation. Okay, throw that out. It's simply that you have to go through them for access, and because of that access and the sales you make, they are profiting by it. Now, there is some pretty predatory behavior from these major companies. All of these companies, Facebook is a pretty bad example that we'll go over here in a second, but all these companies are, in my opinion, guilty of buying out and crushing smaller tech companies that are trying to do something new. Apple does it all the time, Google does it, Amazon does it, and then you never see something from it. So, for example, Facebook. Look at Facebook. The Oculus Rifts, right? The VR headsets that you can play video games on, Facebook bought those guys. Now, they did produce something out of that, but they bought them, okay? Instagram was purchased by Facebook. Google purchased YouTube. Apple purchases new companies all the time, and Amazon ends up driving out a lot of shipping and clothing lines. Just drives them out. There's actually a couple emails from Zuckerberg that were brought up during the hearing in which he talks about how Instagram may be a threat and they should take it down or acquire it. So again, folks, I want, if you're unaware of this situation, I would definitely read up on it because how what the congressional hearing decide, or what, excuse me, what comes out of this congressional hearing could produce the future of our internet. Because right now, everything is free and it's great, but the problem is for people who want to sell or use these services, they have to go through these providers. And again, that's the issue. Cool. I'm going to tell a story about Facebook, though, in regards to that Instagram thing. It's, it's pretty damning, if you look into it, that Zuckerberg bought Instagram because he saw it as a future threat, a social media threat. So he just purchased it straight up. And that's a big no-no, folks. That's a big no-no with a big old goat. No-no. So that is the major tech news because I'm expecting a new form of antitrust to be brought out. Now, of course, you had a lot of political bullshit that was involved in this congressional hearing because Facebook being a primarily social media site and brand uh, faces a lot of issues for being an echo chamber. Of course, that's all social media. If you use social media, you are within an echo chamber of information that just produces things that either get you heated, make you click, anything like that. So Facebook has faced a lot of issues for being um, 
like anti-liberal, anti-conservative, you name it. And that, the reason for that is if you're in one bucket, they just don't show you the other bucket because they know you won't click on it. Yep. And then Google, predatory actions from Google is how they, how, how do you end up on the front page of a Google search? Yeah, there's a lot of shady shit that goes on with that. Apple, how do you get on iTunes? How do you get on the App Store? Stuff like that. Amazon, well, what if I just stopped showing this seller? What if I didn't stock this seller anymore? It's shit like that that has caused this congressional hearing and that might end up being crazy for the future of our internet. But super interesting to see the four major companies getting talked to by the U.S. government. So little history lesson, a little discussion there. But yeah, that's the antitrust hearing of this past week with a little bit of history for y'all. And so that y'all understand the issue. I'm not here. That That's such a complicated topic. I am not read in enough to give a uh, opinion, but I am read in enough to give you what the issue is, how it's interesting, and what the history of it is. So I hope I conveyed that accurately. Next up, I thought this was a very interesting article, and I want to share it with you all to check out. So Paper Mario recently came out. We talked about it here on the podcast. One thing I didn't know that has been written about before but has just uh, caught my eye here in the past couple of weeks is an article by Andy Robinson writing for VGC titled Paper Mario's Producer Elaborates on the Challenge of NPC Restrictions. So he goes on to write about how Mario is so controlled by Nintendo that when a third party, such as the one that created Paper Mario, goes to you know create new characters, goes to make a video game, it's such a tightly controlled franchise that third parties are no longer allowed to modify Mario characters or to create original characters that can be introduced to the Mario universe. You can have new characters, but they have to be recognized as like outside the Mario universe. Now, the reason for that, it makes sense, right? From a big corporation like Nintendo, we're talking about a lot of corporations today, but from Nintendo, it makes sense because you want to make sure that these companies protect the integrity of Mario because that is a golden star franchise. You want to make sure that no one does something ugly towards it or does something crazy. No, no, no. Makes sense from them. However, from creation and from producing a really cool video game with bringing new stuff in doesn't make a lot of sense so for example like toad like adventure toad or whatever those video games were called you won't see those anymore because they're not allowed to change characters and create new things like that just super interesting that a franchise that everyone loves and plays almost every time it comes out is controlled that tightly it makes you think wow why would any third party get involved in this? But they do because, you know, if you were given an opportunity to make a Mario game, wouldn't you? So super interesting. Give it a read if you'd like to look into it. It's super weird how that works. Next up, TikTok ban? Oh, big question mark above my head. No, we have no idea. So the president has said that TikTok will be banned in the U.S. and he plans on doing it. Hasn't happened yet. Will it happen? Maybe he's talked about it. It's might happen. Da, 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 da. We've talked about it in the past. Microsoft was actually going to buy TikTok. It's kind of crazy. 
But then he they put the acquisition on hold because the U.S. has talked about banning it. And the whole issue with banning it is because it links back to Chinese servers. We talked about that on the podcast. Uh, if Microsoft was to buy it, how would that work? It's just such a weird circle of events. Uh, we're talking a lot, of, a lot of government interaction and technology here, but it's super interesting to see how one tweet about uh, TikTok might be banned, and next thing you know, Microsoft is backing off a major purchase. Super cool. Next, Halo again. We're talking about Halo on this again? Why? Because Halo Infinite multiplayer is free to play. They just tweeted it out on the official Halo Twitter. And wow, it's going to be 120 FPS on Xbox Series X. And it's going to be on PC. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're definitely going to be seeing some gameplay from that in the future. YouTube.com and then search up. I'm, that's Indigo Mike underscore Digit. But yeah, super fun. That's going to be fun to play. I wasn't going to play the campaign anyway. What happens with any shooter that I end up playing is that I play the campaign to get a feel for the game, understand the mechanics, blah, 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 blah. And I put hundreds of hours into the multiplayer. That's how everything's worked. So if the multiplayer is free, I won't even touch the campaign. It doesn't look good to me anyway. All right. That concludes the tech news of the week. So if you would, uh, I'm going to go into a little personal discussion about what I hate about podcasts, and I bet I do it too, but we're going to talk about that real quick. But that concludes the news. If you want to hop out, thanks for listening this far, but we're going to continue our discussion on podcasts. So I want to, I want to just throw that out there. I do this podcast because I think there's important and interesting things to talk about that I don't get to share with a lot of people. And so some people hear it and they go, huh, that's pretty cool. That's interesting. Then my job is done, right? I don't have to rant about random things to the mighty, marvelous, and wonderful Lucille or my fellow co-workers. This does the trick for me. But anyway, I had to listen to a podcast for my job for some, you know, computer class learning thing, a little intro learning. And it seems like anyone over the age of 30 has decided that if you talk for longer than 15 minutes on the internet, that it's automatically a podcast. What I listened to was not a podcast. What I listened to was a predefined, scripted interview that they tried to brand as a podcast. And it had all the, like, the sounds of a podcast. It had all the... As much as I hate it, again, I, th- I think this is one of the shits I do. The closings of the mouth, the that shit, yeah, had all of that in it. The weird noises you get when the mic is close to your mouth. Just, ugh. And the reason I know it's scripted is because the dude was giving a very detailed discussion. And the host would add one-liners in between every pause. It's almost to give him a break to breathe added one-liners and questions that would lead directly into the next thing. And here's the thing. The host was really bad, too. It wasn't a, ha really smooth transition, huh, where there was chemistry between both parties. No, no, no. It was forced. It was awful. And I hated every minute of it. Now, I don't think I am the clairvoyant of doing podcasts. I'm no Howard Stern when it comes to radio, ladies and gentlemen. However, I know that I am better than that bullshit because <laughs> I'm, I, it's just so bad. It's just, I can't, I can't share it with you because I don't have it, but it was 
truly the most scripted, awful thing I've ever listened to. It was a bad interview. It was a scripted bad interview, if that makes sense. It was not a podcast where it was an open discussion and trading back and forth. No, no, no. It was just an interview. Ah, Not good. Not good. Well, for this week, I believe that about wraps up the discussion. I'm looking at the front page of The Verge right now in SpaceX's Crew Dragon has returned uh, returns astro- NASA astronauts back to Earth. Technology in space is, I love it. It's almost like we're getting a space race 2.0 with SpaceX and uh, no competition. Super cool. <laughs> oh, I'm loving it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you for listening. We got a lot of views on last week's video. 15, how about that? That's a lot of views to me. If you would like to watch some gameplay with this podcast, you can check my YouTube channel out. Again, that go to YouTube.com and search I'm underscore digit. That is, again, Indigo Mike underscore digit. And my channel will pop up there. Uh, got some highlight videos and got the podcast video there. If not, if you don't like videos... You can check this out wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and still working on getting on Apple Podcasts there. So I really appreciate everybody listening. Thanks again. And please remember, throughout the week, smile.